Mariposa. Yo, hola, 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 okay, hola. You see me looking pretty, I can call me Sola. My dad, the left, the bitch, he hit you if you Sola. Now put your hands up, it's a hola. Money, the money, cause I... The baddie beat, Bobby Tink, bangin' body beat. Everybody beat, on my D, yo, I gotta be. In reality, suck a D, if you doubtin' me. Back in the back, back in the back, back in the back, back in the back. Be the baddie beat, Bobby Tink, bangin' body beat. Everybody beat, on my D, yo, I gotta be. In reality, suck a D, if you doubtin' me. Hey, guys. Welcome the fuck. Oh, 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 no. Welcome back. I got Girl, too what? excited. I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't curse within the first like two minutes of your. Okay, you know, it, it, it's absolutely crazy that he said that because if y'all watch any and every Let's Talk Skinny episode before this one, Benny be dropping mad F bombs, mad everything mad and words well you know what it's wait 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 don't be putting that out on the motherfucking internet <laughs> no you're sick no I'm but you know what guys. it's about to be 2023 it's year of the fucking skinny like um i did let's not talk care. about it let's talk about it because you know every year i found a meme from a few years ago that was like oh it's about to be what was it it was like it's about to be 2020 or 2014 like leave all the drama from 2013 like leave and you know those posts they come every year like every fucking year but i was like I that one and the one with the girl um on the, the steps on yeah the, the steps, bimbification yeah if it's every... not like if it's not the the shoddy on the steps it's the fucking like it's the rupee cower fucking effect of quotes Perfect. but for real though for 2023 like girl i got plans for myself I have stuff that I want to do. So let's really talk about it. Because one no, of those things. You are so right skinned because not to cut you off. But nah, like, you're I'm good. That you said that because like I be having so much things too. Like there's so much coming. There's so much going on. Like and also real quick. Let me just preface this by saying um, this is my first time recording in my new environment. In his new location. We are not going to disclose it, but. Then no. he is in a location which I think he could honestly prosper. Like this is his. And that's era. why twenty twenty three is going to be my year. It's gonna be the skinny year. It's gonna be the acacia year. It's gonna be but either way, if you hear a, a bird in the background or a baby crying, don't worry about it. it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart, because we're gonna make it work. But anyway, twenty twenty three. Right, we're gonna be okay. Yeah. But twenty twenty three, I really wanna take like let's talk skinny a little more serious because I feel Definitely. like I feel like part of you, you know, because between the biggest issue is our scheduling conflicts. Acacia is very into school life. Speaking on it, Acacia's about to graduate in December. I'm about to graduate in less than a week. I think it's like six Yes, days. ma'am. I'm saying in it? December, like it's not December. You're sick. Yeah, I graduate next week. Um, so her, excited. Which is so exciting. So I've been exciting. with Acacia her entire like university career so far. <sighs> God damn, I couldn't fucking do it. I could not do it. It was so stressful, but you know, at the end of the day, I graduated with a lot of accolades. Uh huh. Uh huh. Overqualified. Miss Mamas is overqualified. You know. But you're the fucking skinny. You're graduating. Come on. I'm refinding myself. I feel like I just hatched out of my cocoon in the last few weeks. So. Definitely did. Um, Definitely I'm did. doing my thing. I really want to go into um. I want to go into the cannabis industry, girl, because listen to this. Dispensaries are opening up in New York, apparently the first quarter of the year. So what by March or mean? April. What is the first quarter of the year? What is that? A April? If there's four quarters in a year. Oh, right. It's not no four quarters in the year. Yeah, there is. There's what four quarters. Quarter 
like well think about it if there's 12 months what's a quarter of 12 what's one fourth of 12 four right no i was just loud and wrong <laughs> i was just loud and wrong as fuck because that's not right three six nine two, three so by april we should have yeah I um like... dispensary <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so we should have dispensaries in New York by April, thankfully, hopefully. And listen to this. This is like useless knowledge, I guess, for right now. But you know how marijuana has been legal in, I think, Jersey, like Jersey. I'm not sure about PA, but in terms of the tri-state, like Jersey, it's been legal. Con- uh, no, I recently in Connecticut, it became legal, I think, in the last few months. But all of the big like marijuana companies that are like monopolizing in jersey they're not allowed to operate in new york why um monopoly reasons (laughs) new york isn't allowing monopolies to be built in the cannabis industry so you know how like um what's the best way to like they're scamming people like it's starting to become like big pharma type type pretty much like big pharma like if if it's mm, i'm a little stupid right now so i can't give you a good example but it's like basically if if all of the big marijuana companies from Jersey came over here, they would immediately have a consumer base. They would immediately have millions of dollars more over New York businesses. They would just take over everything. So it would just create a monopoly. So say we have because we have a friend that works in the cannabis industry, right, in Florida. So imagine if their store. Truly. Yeah, what? Isn't that what it's called? Truly? I don't know. I don't know what their store is called. By the way, everyone, go follow Violet, Violet Prima Donna Her, on follow, Instagram. Wait, it was Truly. They did work at Truly. Well, that's it's, I don't worked. know the name of it. Worked. Yeah, they, they worked work there. They work there no longer, so don't be trying to... Don't do <laughs> nothing crazy, but do follow but Violet Prima Donna. Violet Prima Donna on right Instagram. Right now, and Violet mm-hmm. Prima Donna, like Violet Prima Donna Listen to this. on Facebook right now now did you see i went on instagram for the first time in days and on i'm pretty sure it was on violet story they're learning pole dancing did you see that yes they're eating what a gag i looked at that and i was like no way that is such a fucking gag but either way so dancing i I really want to get into i bro i do too when you move back we should take a class or two because they have beginner classes for pretty cheap yeah we should do that skin i'd like to do it on the weekends when i'm Mm -hmm. off whenever i'm off but either way to wrap this shit up um i want to get into the cannabis industry really bad if not the cannabis industry well number one thing i want to do is get into the entertainment industry because i've been like hearing so many people's stories and meeting so many people that have gotten into the entertainment industry just by being a fan and just by having work to show or having a drive or a motivation to show having knowledge and like between you and i we have probably the most pop culture knowledge out of anybody that we know realistically you know what i'm saying like half of fucking twitter too like it is so seldom that i find somebody who actually has like a good founded like or grounded opinion on what Mm -hmm. pop culture is because nowadays it's like stupid stan wars and just stands being dumb and just like even like i don't want to say like young people are like dumb but it's like younger people who like are almost naive to like the industry and just think shit is sweet it yep. is a lot of people a lot of people don't understand the 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 industry for real for real and i know that because people still have the most stupidest takes when it yep. comes on to grammy nom- nominations bro and that's why the gp is so important when everyone is on stand twitter and they're talking about the gp the gp 
the GB is important because at the end of the day, shit does not exist outside of Twitter. I'm sorry, but half of the that shit that part. is getting 200k likes on Twitter is not talked about outside of Twitter. Nine times out of ten. Which is why activism is so motherfucking important in your communities. Get out in your communities and actually be an activist. Actually do something, please. Because all this retweeting, it does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. It doesn't get you clout. Hey, retweeting it you does nothing. something somewhere. And you know what? It does. It does within your circle. But for the most average people who have anywhere between two to six hundred followers and three quarters of them are ghosts, it does mm. nothing. It gets it out to the one person who gets it out to the next, and that's good. But if you're not out in the streets and you're not doing this or that, like, bro, when I tell you I've been fiending to do community work, I was thinking about it this morning as I'm driving back home. I'm like, I miss being in the fucking community, like just being out there. And, and when I come up there, you can do some community with me because you know that as a so sweet lady of say tough by beta, oh, oh, service is you know one of our. Initiative. Specialty. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be an um an alumni, so you're gonna have to keep the rep up somehow. No skin, I'm still gonna be a Zeta. Forever. Really? It's forever? Yeah. Oh, so when you're like forty you could go to like a Zeta party? Not a, oh, not yeah. like a college party, but like you know. I mean whatever. I could go to a college party. I mean I don't know why I would want to, but yeah, I could go to a Zeta party. I can still wear my letters. That's bad cool. It's for life, baby. That's why they say make sure. Make sure you know what you want to do mm. <laughs> because you can't get out of this. Uh -uh. Like, if, it, huh? If you wanted to leave, could you? Like, if you just decided, like, I don't want to be associated with them, like, could I? Yeah, but it's like denouncing and nobody wants to denounce. Like, that's so. It's like, like humiliating. It's really bad. Like, don't do that shit. Like, if you denounce, just do it privately. Like, don't tell nobody. Just. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people really do have their reasons, whatever their reasons are it's probably a lot easier if you're not close to all of like the sisters yeah it's just like it's just not serving you but then it's like i'll keep my thoughts about that somewhere else yeah <laughs> anyway but, do you have anything that you want to touch on i mean um you know i kind of wanted to touch on and i i introduced this topic like and I know we're talking a little personal today, but, like, we haven't been talking on Let's Talk Skinny for a while. Like, this is the first time we really got on the mic and had, had something to say without no filter. Months. This is not for a class project. It's right. just me and my skinny. I don't have to worry about nothing being graded. I don't have to worry about nothing, no script, no nothing. I'm just free to talk about, you know. The only person who could check us is Spotify, and they're not going to check blank us because they know better. They know, they, better. they know better. They know better. <laughs> and, you know, I was watching our Spotify rap, but I, I forgot to finish it, but anyways um uh, no, you didn't have to include that i literally forgot to finish it but yeah you're <laughs> no, right you're <laughs> um the point of the matter is like you know let's talk skinny is when i get on this podcast like this is my baby this is where i get to talk you know what i'm saying so i really do want to talk about the fact that i'm graduating because i really did go through yes. a lot during my years here at uf and i kind of want to like almost reflect about it in a sense because I know I always talk about how, like, I will say, like, and it is candid and it is true. My years here were actually, like, quite insulting to Hellish, my personality. if you will. Like, it was just, the, the stuff that happened to me while I was here was just really insane. The people that I met were just really horrible. But at the end of the day, I think I kind of want to take a little bit of light from it because it did make me this person now who's like all right you can't say nothing to me unless it is so but if it ain't so let's talk about and it you know what let's actually talk about it because it's crazy like 
keep in mind I've known Acacia since I was fifteen or sixteen. I think I was fifteen when we first no, met. I knew you I knew you when you were like in eighth grade. Okay, so like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. I've known Acacia for pretty much almost a decade. We've been friends. So like to be with her a part of this entire like university career, like is actually crazy because I like for one, I like how you say you want to take some light from it because at the end of the day, there's always some light to take from some city shitty I've shit. been so negative about it because it it has been because you've been through some negative shit. You have I've every right through... to feel negative about it, but yeah. you have every right to feel negative. But at what point do you take that negativity, you stomp it to the ground, and you grow some flowers exactly. out of it? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like at what point exactly. do you not feel sorry for the things you went through, but you you're triumphant about it? Right, and that's just how I feel now. Like. Like Vinny said, I went through a lot of stuff. Like, I went through people, like, spreading rumors about me that were just crazy. But, you know, I, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off because she's not going to address it like how I want to address it. Ah. You went <laughs> you went through probably one of the most traumatic relationships that I've ever witnessed any of my friends go through, okay? And I've been through a lot of friends. I have a lot of people close to me that have been with some crazy people. You went through some traumatic shit with that. You came through it you even without even realizing it you took light from that shit because now look at you like look at what you're doing look at what you're with like who you're with like I you're did. you're happy and what can you do now you can actually you have a partner now that loves and cares about you and you love and care about them and you're able to sit there and be like no you're doing this and i don't like it you're able to actually stand on your own too whereas before you had 10 toes before bitch you were standing on four on different feet like bitch was stumbling baby i was standing on one foot <laughs> like come on not only that you've been through the sorority shit which i'm sure taught you a lot not only just about how like businesses and so and sororities work but more about how people operate not only under pressure but in a click you know what i'm saying and to my final point you also had a friend group that you felt and i remember i don't know you cut this out if you want it feels too personal but i remember this is like the first group i remember you telling me that was like you felt connected with because they were all a bunch oh, of black, black like black yes. women yup and yes. you felt very at home you felt very comfortable you felt understood just for them to turn around and do some shady shit right but from that like all these situations subconsciously you've been taken from it you've been taking yeah. things from it so the fact that you're ready to actually sit down and evaluate these things and you know consciously take from it yes like man. it's because that's I've what i'm saying so ready to tell my story like not like in a sense of like oh i'm i'm exposing all of these people that is not how i want to tell my story because that is so no. elementary that's so high school like ain't nobody trying to do that but these I, people had a part in your story's formation in my development yes yeah. and i can finally like, like acknowledge a lot of the stuff that that I mean, I went through, and I'm not going to do it in, like, one podcast episode, because that's actually insane. No. <laughs> but, like, I just do want to talk about, and, like, Vinny brought up, I actually do want to talk about my past relationship, and I know I always talk about it in, like, you're sick. <laughs> I have to pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I know I always talk about it in, like, a bad light, but, like, that is not what I'm going to be doing today. So I just like, I finally now see like where, you know, I've grown from my past relationship to my new relationship. And it's not to say like, I was not the, you know, greatest person in my last relationship. Cause I wasn't, I, I had stuff to grow on too. I wasn't doing a lot of crazy, crazy stuff, but there was still some small stuff under the sand that or under the rug that, 
you know was there and that maybe that was big to another person right so like one of the things is i i was super codependent and i will say that i was super codependent because my first relationship i didn't really know what it was and i think i had a very like elementary middle school like dream thought about what a relationship was but i never really knew what it really was so i thought codependency was cute um it's not ladies get up and do your own stuff have your own friends um you know do what you can do i will say um just being with your partner all the time is crazy being with your partner majority of the time is very nice but be with your friends talk to your friends seclude yourself do your own thing go outside go to class apart do what you do what you got to do and that's something that i've definitely learned in my new relationship where i mean my new boy my boyfriend has never given me the chance to be codependent on him to be honest he's he's given me the chance to be dependent on him i do depend on him he's something that i he's someone i can depend on like i can always call him he'll always be here to help me he'll always answer the first call if he doesn't answer that first ring it's because he's on the phone with his mom but other than that like he will answer me like he's always there to stop drop do whatever he wants to do for me right like you don't feel bad for trying to contact right exactly i don't feel bad for doing that but at the same time he's never given me the chance to be codependent on him because this nigga will get up and go to work he did not work from home thank god shading nobody (laughs) right thank god not shading nobody he did not work from home but he would literally go he goes to work and he'll be at work for a minute and that kind of forced me to not depend on him and the fact that classes were not online and I had a heavy class schedule and the fact that I also just wanted to do my own stuff again like Vinny said I was doing my sorority like I had a lot of alone time as well away from him and then we would link up at the night and that just to me is the most romantic thing now like you know we just have our separate days in the day and we link up when we can like or at lunchtime dinner time whatever we just talk about our stuff like that's our right and that's something that i can really say that i grew on because i really was codependent like that was something that i was not doing in my last relationship and the thought of being away from my partner literally brought me anxiety but because i was just codependent and i can literally sit here and say that like i've grown i grown. um that i mean that's the only thing i can say regarding that relationship but in general like i can see I can I can see things a little bit clearer now, but right. basically, what I wanted to say when I, when I brought up UF, I wanted to say that my time here was very peculiar, very odd. You know, I went from people telling me, people spreading rumors about me saying, I think, oh my god, I forgot one of the rumors. One of the rumors was that I was a sex addict, which is, I mean, what? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, why. who has the fucking brain capacity to make that shit up about somebody? And like, honestly, I don't know. And I was not doing nothing. I was not doing no copulation at the time. Copulation at the time. Like, this is what gets me tight about it is like, just a quick, like, just a quick note is like, it's so easy for someone to be like, oh, they're, they're, a, they're a sex addict or they're a crack addict. Like, or they're, they're an alcohol, addict, like, they're addicted to alcohol. Like, so easy to say that shit in passing, but it honestly makes you think about what people think about people that are actually addicted to things because it's not and these are college students like these are educated people these are people who have you know been in the world who are going to be lawyers and doctors Mm -hmm. and social workers and social workers that's what that's what gets me nurses and social workers 
and yeah. they first will talk about oh well she's a this addict she's a that girl right blood. right anyway anyway yeah. sorry i just had to put no because you're so right because i've never really sat here and ever said that like probably when i was like young because i was stupid but like now in my college career i don't really be caring about the other day i saw somebody smoke fucking a cigarette on campus <laughs> no because i remember you texting about that you were flabbergasted <laughs> i was so flabbergasted but i was like oh, oh the fucking nicotine head oh he's so like i didn't say nothing i was just like oh my god like he's smoking on campus skin wait is weed legal in florida no but smoking on campus isn't so you can't smoke weed or nicotine or tobacco nothing it's a smoke-free campus and he was just lighting up a loogie anyways basically right Went from having rumors passed about me, went to people saying that I could never, people saying that like my reputation was so bad so I could not join certain organizations. I can proudly say I've joined every, I've gotten to any and every organization that I've applied to. Yup, sure did. Despite sure did. telling me that. And it's like, there's other things, right? But it's just like, there are so many people in the community who really shat on me. And I really focused on that, but I never focused on how I responded to that. And how I responded to that is greater than focusing on the negativity, like the negative people. Because how I responded, I got up there. I did my shit. People said I couldn't make it into sisters. And look what you did. Not only did you make it into sisters, but let's talk about when um, a few weeks ago, when you got last minute notice that you had to choreograph an entire piece for several girls to perform and you pretty much did it that exact same day if not the day before and put it all together and performed it in front of people like it was your mother job that was very stressful you know what that that actually and you did it because i can't even dance but i really okay come on this is the same girl saying that she can't dance that we would we became friends because we would learn fifth harmony choreography over but I, Skype. I wasn't Skype. a confident dancer i became a confident quote-unquote dancer after like maybe like six months into my sorority I will and say. you know what here here is a prime example of you taking the light from things you just did it Per right see like you i love that i love see, that for you. it's a good way of thinking but you know I'm, you know, done talking about that. I did. I just. I'm excited to graduate. I'm excited to, like I'm excited said, put you. everything into Let's Talk Skinny. You know, we're about to be in the the heart of what is it? Social life. Like we can really take Let's Talk Skinny somewhere. You know we're what? about to be in NYC. Right. With the Why the fuck not? Why not? You know what? Come on. Have you ever seen? I think it's Paper Mag. They do. I have something I want to talk about, but I just want to add on to this real quick. Paper, Paper Mag. I think they do like um, what you missed this week with Linux. His name is Linux. Not his. Their name is Linux or Linux or L I N U X. And basically, Linux is a socialite who goes out in the city every weekend, and they go to all these celebrity parties, and they go to all these fashion parties, and then paper. They'll write up a little review on Paper Magazine about their experience. And like, babe, that's what I'm trying to be. Like, when I tell you, I want to get into the 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 nightlife yeah. socialite industry, and I have the tools, and I have the opportunities, and I have. That's I'm why in the I'm trying to, to link back with you when we come back to New York. Because that's why I'm like, if like, I'm going to go to the city with anyone and vibe with anyone, and I think somebody has the same shit, like the same vibe as what I want to do, like I'm not trying to go to the city, go to fucking Times Square, like girl, I'm not. That's tired. I'm not trying to watch people yeah. backflip for two hours. <laughs> like, come on. Um, <laughs> Hey, come on, no, I want to go out to the club. I want to meet people. Like I want BFFR, to network. Right? I want to network. That part. And you know what the best part about it is? None of these people know us. We could be anybody. 
we could that's be why anybody. that's why i was so happy to come to florida you could be anybody you the fuck you you could start the fuck all over again make yep. that new persona and start it again and that's what the fuck i did like if that's crazy and that's what we could do that's and that's why I'm really trying to work on myself in the next month or two. Like, I'm really trying to get myself, then during the winter, I'm really trying to get my shit together, get my body together to my own personal preferences. I'm trying to get my health together. We don't have to be going out in the city in the winter. Like, we can push that shit to... No, we can go out in the city in the winter. But I mean, when I want to start this socialite journey for myself, it's going to be late February, early March. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be, like, I don't care. I want to get into the entertainment industry. Like, that is a goal of mine. If not, like, cannabis industry is giving very much corporate, which is more, you know, like, plausible. Yeah. Entertainment industry, I have enough knowledge to do so. I can I can 100% do it, and I'm speaking it into existence that I will be a part of the entertainment industry come next year. This podcast is proof. And if this podcast doesn't launch us into the entertainment industry, I will do it my goddamn self her this, by the way guys this podcast about. will be videoed it is videoed. yes our first video podcast yeah. we should have opened know, with that but hey it's okay <laughs> it's all right oh this is something else we should open with happy motherfucking birthday miss onika tanya mirage oh, golden oh. 40 golden 40 happy birthday golden 40 before we talk about that happy birthday to you happy birthday before we move on, because I do want to get to the pop culture side, I need to talk about something. And I haven't even really talked about you. You know, we joke and shit, but I haven't really talked to you about this either. So why? I'm pretty sure I talked about him on here before. The about DL, who? The DL man that I was, I've been fucking in Monticello. Oh. I'll cut that out. If I don't remember. The, the DL, <laughs> it's all right. The DL man I've been fucking upstate. Um, just he can't. So I went home for Thanksgiving break, right? Like I got like a week off from, um, you know, nannying, and I went upstate to visit my family, and I was there for a whole week. It didn't even take me twenty minutes. I got home at two in the morning. It didn't take twenty minutes for this man to show up to my door. Okay, so I showed up to my door. We hung out for a little bit. I gave him a little sucky sucky. Hung out. He went home. Ghosted me for an entire week. For an entire week, I texted him. The next day and the day after and then left it at that because I'm not the type to chase. One thing about me, I'm not the type to chase. I'll hit you with a double text. I'll hit you with a text the next day. You should have just Once it hits like, babe, now that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about because I okay. should have, but I didn't. <laughs> so, I, I'm. by the way, this is me confessing a huge L. These are two double Ls, like back to back, bitch. It's giving a staple. Like, I, anyway. So he ghosted me, right? So I'm like, that's fine. So a week later, he hits me back. Talking about some yo. Yo. So I texted him back and I was like, who is, like, question mark, who is this? Because, baby, I deleted the number. I didn't delete the number. I didn't delete the number. I didn't delete the number. But, you know, I had to make him believe I deleted the number. Because, bitch, it's been a week. I'm sorry. It's been a week. So when you told that story, you never told me that you didn't delete his number for real? Oh, yeah, no, I never deleted his number, baby. I was just acting like I did because I want him to feel Girl, some type of way. Please. So he responds, and all he says is, YK. Like the abbreviation no. for you know. He said, you know. I don't know. So I left him on red. He calls me about a few days ago. Okay. This is about a week in between those text messages. He calls me, and I'm on the toilet. This is when I woke up, tired as shit. I think I brought it. Brought, Gabby to work that morning at 6 30 in the morning so i was still up tired of shit whatever not she was up why this man 
call me. And I'm on the toilet. And I wasn't going to answer a skin. I was not going to answer. I answered. Maya answered. And he's looking at me. And I'm looking at him. Keep in mind, I am tired. I am. I, I wasn't hung over. You know, like when you. I guess you wouldn't really know. But when you smoke like so much, like a lot of weed the night before, you wake up with almost like a weed hangover. Yes, you're like I know very that. tired. Like I know that. you're groggy, right? I so I woke up groggy, not enough sleep. Yeah. I'm just Probably. staring at him because I didn't want to pick up. But I was like, you know what? Let me pick up. So I just stared at him and he's talking. He's talking, talking, talking. He's like, oh, how you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Da, 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 da. Oh, you're not going to respond. You're not going to respond. Why are you just looking at me? You're taking a shit. Yes, I'm taking a shit. And yes, I'm not responding. <laughs> The only thing I had to say to him was, he asked me some dumb shit. And I said, I have nothing to say to you. I was like, you you literally ghosted me. He was like, oh, I didn't ghost you. I didn't ghost you. literally ghosted me. Ghost me. Right. Or whatever. Keep in mind, I didn't really hold no weight to this relationship. I held a little weight. I held like a 15-pounder, but nothing crazy. So, you know, at that point, after getting ghosted for a week, I was over it. I was just like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. Like, I really don't feel no type of way about this man no more. But let me tell you about this. There's this other true? man. Hmm? Is that true? Um, well, I haven't spoken to him. Well, we're not going to talk about that, but I haven't spoken to him since that FaceTime call. And I didn't really expect to beforehand. And I didn't expect to afterwards because I did not reach out to him, nor did I want to, nor did I need to. But anyway, here's the double L. This other guy, I would name drop his ass, but I don't, I'm not going to do that. Because I would be even more dude? embarrassed. Plain dude? Yes, my man who works for the airline that's been my hubby for the last few years. This is husband material. This is the man that I will marry, even if we're not speaking right now. I will marry this man. I will marry this man. And he already knows it. And everyone already knows it. I will marry this man. But either way. (sighs) Why he start ghosting me? Why I haven't talked to him in days? Why we was talking for days straight, then all of a sudden, when I was at the concert, he was on the phone with me. He was, I was at the concert on Friday. What day is it now? Thursday? So I was at the concert, or I was at the concert Sunday. It's Thursday. I was at the concert four days ago. The Jesse Reyes concert? F- yeah. I was Girl, on the phone with him. Uh-uh. I was on the phone with him for hours. I got there at 9.30 in the morning. We'll talk about that maybe afterwards. Because, girl, that is, I was out there at 9.30 in the morning. I was on the phone with him from 9.45 until 11.30 when my friend showed up. I texted him a few times throughout the day because he kept he kept texting me being like, are you safe? Are you good? Are you good? Like you really cared. So at the end of the night, I texted him back and I was like, all right, I'm heading home. It was like 11 o'clock. The concert ended. I was like, all right, like I'm about to hit up. No response. So I texted him I'm on the train and I'm like, all right, like, good night. Like, you know, thanks for like, hope you had a good day. No response. Two days go by. I text him again. No response. I go on Instagram, steady posting on his stuff. Like, come on, bro. Come on. No skin. That's really, that's actually really insane. I just can't win. But it's fine. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I'm not looking for anything right now. Anything serious, anything, bro. I, I honestly, I was thinking about it this morning after I woke up. I feel like I would make, I would make a horrible boyfriend. As much as I would love love right now. And the last few months, I've been really fiending for love and fiending for somebody and fiending for something that isn't just sex. Um, I would make a horrible boyfriend, girl. Why, if I don't want to, if I don't want to text you back, I'm not texting you back. If I see your text, but I'm on TikTok, I'll forget you texted me, and you won't hear from me until I remember that you texted me. If I don't want to do something, I'm not gonna do it. If if I don't want to be Better this, why? or I don't want to do that, or I don't want to talk about this, I'm not gonna do it. You don't think you can change? I think that I could change. I think that I could get used to it. 
but I don't like to answer to anybody. And that's my issue. That is my issue throughout life. I don't, not even my boss, bitch, the person who signs my check. I have lost jobs because I can't answer to people the way they want me to. You cannot command me. As much as I love to play a little submissive fucking bitch. And maybe that's something that you need to learn. How to be submissive and be walked over? Or how to take account other people's (laughs) feelings and words and put them into a perspective that I could follow. The latter. Because I think that I could do the latter. I think it will take some time and training. But I honestly don't think that I've piqued anybody's interest or anyone's piqued my interest enough to actually follow through with any of that but you know what the wine is talking girl so it's time to move the hell on come on barbs so happy motherfucking birthday nikki it is nikki minaj's birthday okay um no nah, post nikki the ninja nikki the boss nikki the harajuku barbie like i don't even know why these girls bother at any point which honestly we could talk about this in honor of nikki's birthday and since Let's Talk Skinny has been going for a while. Let's talk about all of the shit that Nicki Minaj has gotten herself into by doing nothing <laughs> since we last talked. Let's and I want to start with, right, I want to start with the Lotto wow. shit and I want to hear your thoughts on it. My l- thoughts on Lotto? Give them a little synopsis. Give them a little synopsis. Okay, okay. So basically, let's see if I can remember it. So basically, let's see. I could do it if you want. What happened? What happened? What happened? What so happened? basically. Tell me, because I don't remember. I remember, um, but I don't remember. So basically, Super Freaky Girl, the record-breaking, right. chart-topping hit by Nicki Minaj. No, because this shit got me tight. Was, skin. It was submitted to the Grammys, okay? And um, as you know, first of all, Jason Lee was inducted into the Grammy. Victoria Justice and Jason Lee were inducted into the Grammy nominating chairs Victoria in the past Justice? three, two or three years. Yeah, so oh, like, okay. if they have any credibility, they don't. Um, either way, so they moved. Super Freak Girl was submitted for the rap category. The Grammys themselves moved it into the pop category. Now, uh, so annoying. And here is why. Super Freak Girl, if you've ever listened to Super Freak Girl by Nicki Minaj, that is a rap song rap. that um, samples song. an R&B song. Super Freak is R&B. Rick, Rick not, James. That's right. Rick, Rick James is R&B soul, yeah. right? Like, yeah. So it's a rap song that samples an R&B song, but for some reason the Grammys felt that it was kosher to move it to the pop category. And this will piss me the hell off. Why would you move to the pop category? And what piss Nicki Minaj off, why would you move to the pop category? So Nicki Minaj does what Nicki Minaj best, and she uses her fucking voice because if nobody remembers for the past over 15 years Nicki Minaj has been using her voice to uplift the entire industry not only just women but the entire industry as a whole if we forget which I think we did forget as a society that in 2014 if it wasn't for Nicki Minaj going to fucking court for artists right rights that people would not be making money off streaming at all um People will why, not be making money. Why does nobody talk about that for real? Because that is actually something that is very much bigger than people. That is historical. Is. It's literally historical and for the state no, of no music. Blogs? Why was no blogs posting about it like that? For real. Because, because everybody took yeah. what she was doing as complaining. Because you got to no, think because... at the time, at the time is when Anaconda came out. And Anaconda was not rece- was received well, but it was not received. Anaconda was the WAP of its time. Between the music video, the VMA performance, and the lyrical content... 
Anaconda was a wob of its time, and Nicki Minaj has always gotten flack. She got blackballed from the from the industry and the Grammys in twenty. What was it? 2012, 2012 to twenty fourteen because of that whole bullshit, which we've already covered and already talked about. But so anyway, they moved her submission. She went on Instagram live and she had an honest, open conversation. She from you know I'm a bar, but at the end of the day, I'm a bar, but that can separate their bias, and it's like that with a lot of artists that I follow, and it's always been not like a lot that of bars like I'm, that. I'm a person of what's right and what's wrong and what's right but perceived wrong and what's wrong what is said wrong but should be perceived right right i try to look at things from all anyway so nick manhouse went on instagram live and basically what she said in the middle of her rant she it was a 30 minute long live video and in the middle of it she said if super freaky girl is pop why is big energy rap Right. She's not in the line. line. I could not tell this story. And then. she didn't lie. She didn't lie, bro. And it's funny because she was specifically referencing Big Energy by Lotto featuring Mariah Carey. Lotto rapped a verse or two on the song, sung the chorus, sung the hook, and then Mariah Carey came in and sung her thing. And that's a valid point. Why is it considered pop and not rap? Why are you moving? And this is like the verbatim. This is what she said in her live. She said, "Why is the goalpost always moved for Nicki Minaj?" Right. And that's what it is. And it's always like that. So happy birthday, Nicki Minaj! Fuck the Grammys. Okay. And that's not even the end of it. Every girl. year. Every year, and that's not even the end of it because after Nicki said that on live, Lotto decided to try and come for her neck. And then instead of hearing it out, because Lotto did say in the DMs, like, I get what you're saying, but why would you use my song knowing we have whatever problems? I don't really care what problems you had. At the end of the day, your song was still a great contender of what Nikki was exactly talking about. We didn't weep. It is what it is. Use this as a time to grow together with her. And you know what? Oh, I just hold on. And you know what's crazy? Um, You can still hear me, right? Yeah. Oh no, I messed up my um Okay. Sorry, sorry, y'all. I just had a little fumble. What pisses me off the most is instead of Lotto being like, yeah, the Grammys is bullshit. Um I understand what Nikki was saying right. and da 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 and being on Nikki's side, it was automatically against her, which pisses me off because Nikki has shown love to Lotto before. Not only has Nikki shown love to Lotto. Lotto has been dick riding Nikki since she started her Twitter account years ago, okay? And there's proof of that. So for her to all of a sudden come out and is giving, I'm using Nikki for clout. Very much. And they, everybody does it. And they do it every time. Take Coyle Ray, for example. When Coyle Ray was getting shit on by the entire industry and the entirety of social media, what did Nikki Minaj do? She took her under her wing because she understands the scrutiny. She gave her a hit because a blick blick is a hit. Blake I don't care what anyone says. Coyle Ray um, has a hit like that since. She hasn't had shit. She didn't have shit before. She had me and my twin and them, and that was a meme song. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Nikki gave her this platform that wanted Corey to go around and shit on her. Nikki gave Megan and a huge, a bigger platform than Meg already had from the social media hype. And what did Meg do? Turn around and shit on her, which <laughs> for reasons we don't know, but there is undisclosed beef between the two. It's been very apparent. Um, but either way, it's 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 Nikki gives chances to these new girls. Nikki tries to ignite the female rap unity and and the what did Nikki say? She said, um, corporate giants and machines that went against me. They and then she gets to bite. for it, but then she was like I hate when people say Nikki's not for 
unity in rap because like that is just clearly a lie she has done so many features so 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 many many features but yet the reason why she hasn't done features with your fave is because your fave signed a deal a 360 deal with atlanta or atlantic so she could part of that deal part of that deal is to hate on Nicki minaj that's what pisses me off and And that's why people don't really know the industry because people don't really know how petty the industry can be people will put clauses like that in the industry Mm -hmm. and because people don't read their contracts because people don't read their contracts one you have to do exactly what you signed your life away to a 360 deal honey you're not doing nothing you're stuck in it exactly everything and you know let's let's use this for an example so megan the stallion for example she thought she was on twitter and she was um her the management of 1301 entertainment i'm the wait is that what it's called 1301 i think that was the name of her last little something 1501 i think it's whatever the 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 head of her last record label was coming at her on twitter just being mad nasty because he's a fucking dickhead and you know whatever he's an asshole and megan was coming back and she was like oh that's why with this you, you like you mad you're not making any money off of me like this next album is all mine da, 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 da. right coming to find out due to megan's a deal she thought that trauma zine was going to be more of an independent album it wasn't going to be through 1501 entertainment because she signed to rock nation i'm pretty sure so everything has been going through her manager her label all of that 1501 still owns her I think once Traumazine released, she was able to break out of that contract. But this is why you read your contracts. And ever since Megan signed and her contract and got shit on over it. she never read her contract. And that was right. the problem. That was the why she, she didn't was read in it the thoroughly. issue. She and ever since that came out, people have been a lot more cautious. And it's been a lot more talked about about reading your contracts, right? Yeah. So with this Megan shit. Because a lot of young people doing this. Right. Wait, sorry, continue. But with this Megan shit, she thought she released last year or the last earlier Earlier this year, actually, maybe end of last year, earlier this year, she released a compilation album called Something for the Hotties. Personally, I don't think this should have been called a compilation album, and I don't think it could have been. It should have been called anything else but a mix. Like, I guess maybe it was a mixtape. Either way, she released Something for the Hotties. It was a bunch of vault tracks from you know that she's never released. I, mean, I fucked with that album heavily. I played that shit through and through. Um, yeah, I know. I and she it. thought, go fuck yourself. But she I thought, <laughs> I love something for the hotties. I think it's next to Fever and Tina Snow is my favorite makeup. Um, she thought that was going to be the end of her contract. Come to find out, she, because she didn't read her contract thoroughly, that that did not count as an album. It did not count as a studio album. So she released it thinking she was going to be free and was able to be, you know, doing her own thing. No, nope. so her last album. Right. People, people call it a flop. It's a flop for a reason. It's a flop because she has no control over it. There's barely any control over what she released over because she's going through. Yeah. I, like any, I, don't, I don't really like any. I mean, the first and I would basically say the only thing that I've liked my, from Men, Megan is when she had whatever work had um real on it. I keep it real. Than real than real. Fuck on them feelings. Fuck on them haters and fuck how you feel. I'm counting money. It is what it she, is. She put her yeah. foot in that song, but Fever. I haven't heard nothing from that. Or if I and have, it's was, the same thing. This is what pisses me off about these labels and these industries and these management companies is that had and you see with Normani too because she had a management company that was epic right mm-hmm. she did have epic so she had epic megan had 1501 megan had a hit mixtape on her hands with fever everybody was spitting realer everyone was spitting big old freak everyone was spitting um style everything that whole album went off and that's when megan really popped off is during the fever era right why is it that 
she released an entire trailer for a feature film for that record, that mixtape, and it never got released. It looked fantastic. It got over the 100K likes with the baby and it was like um, Asian samurai themed and never got released it got scrapped and her label's a piece of shit that's exactly what happened because that shit looked phenomenal and they should have released it because she would have she she won grammys after that got scrapped so it doesn't matter at the end of the day but like so why did they it would have mattered because it would have helped in her longevity to have that online of her creativity her artistry and her like the way that she could direct because megan is a creative visionary i i love megan for that she's a creative visionary right um so you see with that and it's just all these labels and all these girls gonna do these 360s contracts and it just fucks them over and it always does and it always will and everybody in the entire industry will always hate Nicki Minaj because she never signed a 360 Nicki Minaj owns her music owns her masters and you see it and it's nothing I don't think it's anything to be ashamed about as an artist because it happens to everybody the biggest pop star in the world Taylor Swift is still fighting for her she stopped fighting she just re-recorded all her shit she was in a video? Well, Scooter Braun sold her music, so oh. I would assume so. Um, I don't know, man. This whole industry is fucked. This whole industry is fucked. So it pisses me off that Lotto immediately went and fucking tried to talk shit on Nikki. And, you know, after dick sucking her for years. And oh. da, 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 da. happy birthday, Nikki Minaj. I just went into the whole tangent. But <clears throat> it's a queen's birthday and she should be respecting us. Because if it wasn't for Nicki Minaj, y'all wouldn't have Glorilla, y'all wouldn't have Lotto, y'all wouldn't have Cardi B, y'all wouldn't have um, uh, uh, Montaleo, y'all wouldn't have Malibu Mitch, y'all wouldn't have this, y'all wouldn't have that. Okay? And it pisses me off, too, when people say, oh, like, you're, but Nicki didn't open doors for shit. Yeah, my fucking ass. Nicki didn't open doors for shit. My fucking ass. My ass, number one. But number two, imagine saying that to Little Kim, because a lot of the people use this argument, oh, it wasn't Nicki that opened doors, it was Little Kim. No, y'all are fucking stupid. It's two different generations of rap. It's two different generations of specifically right. female rap, which is at the time, I wouldn't say it is now. At the time, it was in its own category separate from regular rap. It was always called female rap. It was never called rap. So it was in its own category. Right. Did Little Kim open doors? Did Foxy open doors? Did Latifah open doors? Yeah. Think about Queen Latifah, Foxy. Think about um Little Kim. Think about uh, all the other women that were popping into doing rap at the time. There's probably five or six, right? Is that not the modern day Cardi B, Lotto, Glorilla? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, it's like she just doesn't Nicki Minaj the was the, like she should. She was the bridge between these two generations of rap girls, which is why I think it's fair that she calls herself the queen and the top because she was the bridge. She was the door that opened. Nicki she made it possible for these the girls land. to rap on a pop beat. Nicki made it possible for Big Energy to crack the top fucking 10. Because without Nicki Minaj, without Super Bass, without Your Love, without Moment for Life, these bitches would not be singing a hook, let alone a motherfucking chorus. These rap girls would not switch their tune to pop. Pisses me off more, and I'm about to end this tangent because I I would love to move on or else I'll talk all night. What pisses me off more is JT and Carisha of the City Girls recently reconciled with Nicki Minaj. They recently right. made up because they had beef for a while because the City Girls were on their ish, being City Girls and talking their shit, right? The City Girls were able to sit down and have an adult conversation last year with Nicki Minaj, and they were able to make up. And now JT is under Nicki's wing. They're they're like JT is literally the princess of rap at this point. Um. So and that's kind it's, of 
I don't want to say that's sad because I think JT is good, but like the title of Princess of Rap is usually like you didn't have to like work for it; you earned it. If that makes sense, like you right, had you it, and you would still be like really good. Like this, you is, like, had it. Yeah, like this is like if Nicki were to like go on hiatus today, you would like resume her title, like type shit. And I really right. do not think, not saying like JT is bad. I think JT is a, I think JT is a really witty rapper. I think she's, I think she's really JT is different. Yeah, she. I think she has some cute, like, she's straight, but I don't think I've heard enough from her solo, maybe, to, or, like, where she's not featuring something, so where, where I can be, like, okay, Princess of Rap, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's not like you're wrong, because there is nobody who is as good as JT or is surpassing JT at the moment to, to be classified yeah. as Princess of Rap, so it's, like, you did have a, you did kind of chew there, but, like, did you yeah. really chew? And I think it's cute too because it's interesting to me that JT writes her raps and it's right. it's very evident that JT writes her raps. But at the same time, JT has been open about the fact that she gets help to write her raps. Uzi's helped her with a few bars. I think she Lil was Yachty. saying how Lil Yachty, right, for the City Girls. I think during Queen Radio, right after the um, Super Freaky Girl remix dropped, mm-hmm. JT was on Queen Radio and she was talking about how she wrote she wrote the Super Freaky Girl verse all by herself. Nikki and this is another thing too that pisses me off, bro. Nikki is so transparent about how these collabs work. Okay, she literally dropped the Super Freaky Girl remix with all the girls, New York, Boston, Atlanta, Chicago. Stand the fuck up, right? Malibu, Mali, stand up, Mali. Um, and she kept commending these girls because she she requested a lot of girls for this and she commended the girls that she picked for writing their raps and sending it back before the day was over okay i remember jt came on queen radio and was talking about how she wrote that verse all by herself she she got that she got the beat she got the song she wrote that shit immediately and she was talking about how she wrote it recorded it immediately she was playing it on the speakers in her house and uzi comes in the room and he's bumping she was talking about how Uzi was so proud of her for writing that by herself. Um, and it really pisses me off that there's so much negativity surrounding Nikki's praise and Nikki period when Nikki is the sole reason that JT got up off her. What did Kim K say? Nobody wants to get just up off their ass skin. and work. I moved? Yeah, like your your audio went out for a bit. Hello, 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 hello. Hey. You can hear me? Yeah. It really pisses me off. Hello? Oh my god, wait, my audio is <laughs> fucking up again. <laughs> I, my headphones fucked up. Anyway, it's just, please give Nikki her fucking props. It's getting really annoying that Nikki is not getting her props. And right. at the end of the day, like, whatever, 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 whatever. I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. Well, Happy I do want to talk Nikki. about. Happy birthday, Nikki. But what I do want to talk about is Kanye. And. Girl, the way I forgot he existed. No, because what is going on, Skin? What is Talk happening? about it. Talk about it. Because no, I don't know. Every day I'm seeing something like... I just saw on Pop Crave that he just lost his um, honorary uh, degree from the Institute of Chicago, the Art Institute of Chicago. No and they released a way. statement and said that they don't support Kanye's anti-black. They put that first, which I'm actually glad that they did. And I do want to talk about that afterwards. But they said they don't support Kanye's anti-black anti-semitic um rhetoric essentially and right yeah but i do want to talk about the fact that 
a lot of people or a lot of black people are saying how Kanye has been self-racist, right? Or self-anti-hating or anti-black for a minute. He said that slavery was a choice. He said things like that. He's supported individuals who don't support us, right? And um, if you look at Kanye's, like, dating, like, you know, spectrum, whatever. White, 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 white. Right. None of them are black. Um, Not even Latino latina like not even not asian black not not indian like not even mixed no color just just white right and and for people who don't know kim kardashian is white yes armenians aren't caucasians but she's armenian and even if she like honestly let's be real even if she was like well they are white but even if she had a culture that she could identify with that was outside of white She's a car Jenner. There was no fucking culture in that household. There's barely salt. She's right. But the point of the matter is Kanye just never really... Because Kanye doesn't love himself, right? In a sense of love his, who he is, he's not going to like black people, right? So, and he's he's been saying that, but the black, you know, demographic, the black population, the black GP has continued to support him. But mm-hmm. it's when he says anti-Semitic things... Now everybody want to drop him from Adidas, drop him from this, this, that, and the third, right? And I feel like the Adidas thing really got me kind of annoyed because it was like, oh, so racism wasn't enough for you? And the reason why was because self-hate, self-racism is so rampant in our community that it is just looked at like, oh, they're just making fun of black people. So I can kind of chime in too because I kind of don't really care about black people either. So like as long Which, as yeah. my opinion and I, I agree with yours, but you didn't say it. You, you, I mean, I didn't say it. You said it first. So right. type and shit. not only that, it came out after Adidas dropped him that he would go into these team meetings and he would show yes! naked pictures of his wife. He would show pornography to Why the workers. the reason he was... Drops so, misogyny I mean, well, is still pretty bad. Too. I said that wrong, it, but no, anti-Semitism is fucking horrible. It's horrible. But why is it that anti-blackness, misogyny, revenge porn, and all of this other bullshit did not lead him a strike in the ground? And you know what else sucks? If he didn't come out in the open and say this anti-Semitic bullshit, he would have never gotten quote unquote canceled he would have never gotten his business deal snatched if he never came out in public and said the nasty shit that he did because i'm sure he was saying all this shit and alluding to it in these business deals in these team meetings obviously if people are coming out talking about how he's been misogynistic and nasty and exploiting women inside of business deals what else has he said that has been hidden from the public that is only coming out slowly now right and it's just like and in 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 light of all of his like stuff, like a lot of celebrities, a lot of black celebrities, which is just very like sad because some of it, some of it comes from just pure like ignorance in a sense, and people. It's all like, ignorance. Yeah, it's just really ignorant, and people forget that black people can be ignorant too. But like, whatever. Um, like even with Kyrie Irving, like I was literally telling Kimani, I was like, although Kyrie, what Kyrie did may have been intended to be more you know innocent in the sense of he was watching and whatever the case may be like an anti-semitic film but like maybe in the anti-semitic film there is one non-anti-semitic um like comment right and that's what Kyrie really picked up on and he rejected everything else that was anti-semitic but he dropped that link with no you know with no context right 
And I personally told Kimani, I was like, you know, if somebody dropped a KKK link right now with no context, I would immediately think they are racist. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. care. And it's if true. I'm being asked about it, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, oh, I'm not this is that. I'm going to clear it up because one thing I don't want to be labeled is either anti-Semitic, is either, I mean, I can't be racist because I'm black. But, you know, I don't want to be called xenophobic. I don't want to be called none of that because with some somebody who knows what racism is i don't want to perpetrate none of that to nobody else so i'm gonna try and yeah. this war. instead Kyrie was so chest big chest big talking about i i know where i'm come from how am i gonna be anti-semitic if i know where i come from what does that mean to a population who literally just saw you drop a a, a fucking holocaust video or something with no words behind it no context what does that mean to them because right now they're listening to a movie that's saying that they're this this that and the third i i don't know what the movie said because i didn't watch it but right you know and it's just like what is happening Skin? but you know what's crazy like i don't know shit about Kyrie irving besides you know the drama all i know I about know. is the controversy so i know yeah. that he had that shit with kalani and pnd a few years ago that's about all i know about him besides he plays sports that's the person kalani. i went um yeah and then um, oh, Kehlani, well, this is the shitty part. Kehlani ended up in the hospital um, because they tried to commit suicide over the, the hate. harrowing experience, the hate, the backlash they were receiving. And um, what did Kyrie do? He laughed about it. And I'm pretty sure all of his fans sent even more hate to Kehlani. So that's about the extent that I know about. Ew, so right. But either way, I think it's interesting because um, I don't know. Like, you're right. It feels weird to me that anti-semitism seems to be the breaking point the draw the line the line is anti-semitism right you could talk about asian people you could talk about indian people you could talk about black people but once you talk about jewish people jewish white people jewish people period because the gay community at the moment is predominantly white like it's so strange and you know what that's true too that's what pisses me off because there's i see on my timeline a lot there's a lot of first of all right now there's a lot of violence in the gay community right now but could you could you imagine who it's against it's a it's against black and brown gay people it's against gay people it's against minorities who are already part of a more marginalized group than most of us could even fucking imagine but who's the spotlight fit gay people gay people white gays with eight packs white gays with six packs white gays with loose gaping booty holes and white gays with balls that literally retract into their system because they're so drained of cum that they're always getting fucked and they're getting stds up the butt crack and it pisses me off because anything that has to do with anything girl no because i'm pissed because anything that has to do with white people it is immediately top of the charts number one trending this that and the third anti-semitism homophobia against white mask gays it is always at the top of the charts do you know how many do you know how many black women have been missing the last few weeks let alone months do you know how many black children have been missing do you know how many black gay people black queer black trans women who are getting murdered and let like new york city alone are constantly getting murdered and robbed and targeted we're talking about even last week i think or this week there was a fire or or there was something there was a power outage and i don't want to say if you're looking for me to help i absolutely don't know what you're talking about i think there was a 
hold on. Let me actually just look this up because it. Mass power. It was a uh, 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 uh. There was a mass power outage in the last few days. I don't know if it was like Minneapolis. I think it started with the M. So I don't know if it was Minneapolis, Michigan, fucking Massachusetts, whatever. Minneapolis. But there was a mass power outage that was intentionally caused. Um, someone purposefully did it. A group of people purposefully did it. There was thousands and thousands and thousands oh, of people without power. Well, that begs the question. I've been seeing a lot of posts about it, a lot of discourse about it. And somebody was saying like, you know, it wasn't a one-time thing for these people to cause a blackout for thousands of people. It is practice. practice. Because you have to think about at the end of the day. Think about January 6th, bro. Think about January 6th and then think about the death of George Floyd. Think about how when George Floyd died, there was mass protests around it, right? Right. It was mass this, mass that. And then everyone got framed for being thugs and breaking shit and black people ended up getting a bad quote unquote name because after those riots shit started getting vandalized because people were faking it. Now think about the January 6th riots. How many black people got blamed for that? None because it was all the doing of all of these fucking white terrorists quite literally. So then you think about the mass power outage. Um, it wasn't an accident. It was a continuation of the events that honestly have been. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know exactly where it was, Maybe but it, it was, was like somewhere fish- that had a lot of people. Either way, up. thousands and thousands of people got no power, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. Guess and girl, that shit is scary because at the end of the day, I don't care if I sound like a weird ass conspiracy theorist or whatever. All of these people who are following this Republican Trump bullshit, they have that shit lodged in their heads. They're all fucking lunatics. They're all nasty fucking people. And they're all fucking terrorists. It was North Carolina. With them. Oh, yo, it was more County, Kimani. North Carolina. Kimani, please. You just popped in the frame. So scary. He's so funny. <laughs> um, But yeah, but it's crazy because people are saying it's not just an accident. It is literally practice on how to. I don't know, girl. Shit's just getting scary. And it's been scary for the last few years, but it's getting even scarier. I mean, with all this shit, all this hate going on, not just the anti Semitism, like, and, you know, people are taking the anti Semitism. It's the, it's, the, the most talked about topic the last few weeks because of this Kanye shit but it's only the most talked about because he's a black man that's talking about white Jewish people and that's all that it is and yeah he says some crazy shit and yeah I don't agree with literally anything that he says but it would not be that big of a topic if Mark Wahlberg was fucking talking about it let's be real if Brad Wait, Pitt was talking Mark about Robert, it he was mad racist and nobody yeah, cared and now look still the, one of the most famous people like nobody cares it takes a black man or a black woman to slip up and do some dumb shit for anybody to give a fuck there's so many people uh, that selena gomez and taylor swift have been called out both for working with woody allen by their own will and what's happened to them their fan bases only grew larger those are two white women selena gomez is latina white latina that is right if you ask anybody who doesn't know shit about Selena Gomez, that's a white woman. Um, so uh, it's just hard. It's just in, we're in an interesting time no, of. She is a white woman. We're, you're right. We're in an interesting time of media and culture. Period. I mean, it's it's a lot different from when. Let's take for an example, 2016 when Trump was first running. I feel like from 2016 to 2020, even till now, we've had fake news, fake media. This that contract. It's all been popping up left and right. But it feels like now we're in an age where like we're at like people are 
more clear about what they're thinking and what they're seeing but there is still all of this propaganda going on with all of these things and all of these major news outlets are are, uh, choosing and picking what they want to report on and choosing and picking how they want to what words they what, want to use, what words exactly. they want to use, what exactly. what light they want to put this story in, what narrative they want to place in this, and it pisses me off, bro. And That's why I don't like the media sometimes. I think what Kanye said was wrong 100%. Do I agree with Kanye? I haven't for years. Like, But at the end of the no, day... Not, I haven't for years. I haven't, but at the end of the day... That is true. If he was a white man, we wouldn't it would not be a pop culture historical event because Kanye's downfall is a historical event right now in pop culture. It's really sad. It's just had like, he been Macklemore stuff for Yup. First no I'm not first. Uh he was a black billionaire and now he's not. Had it have been Ebedeb bro, there would not be this about a backlash. Look at it that way. Eminem has been mad homophobic. Not only has he been mad keep him I don't even care about the homophobia because Eminem has also made himself look very homosexual in his music. Um, Eminem has rapped for decades about beating his wife or his girlfriend, beating women. He's misogynistic as fuck. Fuck the homophobia. He's so misogynistic that all like he there you can you can make a ten minute compilation if not longer about all of the rhymes that he's spit about beating women, even on Nicki's song. I'm going to tie arms and legs to the bed, set up the camera, piss twice on a look, two peas in a tripod. That whole verse. verse is sad. Well, it's it's a requirement, but it's not a oh. it's not a belief. Um, I got to be educated for what I'm talking about. I got to do my market research. <laughs> but, you know, if it was Eminem, it would not be that fucking deep. And that's just the NMIT. Fuck Kanye West. But if it was a white rapper, a white artist, nobody would care as much. That just is what it is. And that's on. But real quick, can we talk about the Lady Gaga boomerang? No. <laughs> I can can't stop about, no, thinking about it. What I do want to talk about real quick is why, when talking about Lady Gaga's dog walker, do they use photos of Lady Gaga and not the dog walker? Clickbait. That is exactly what the fuck I was talking about. Clickbait propaganda, bro. They pick and choose what they want to showcase to because when you write an article or you're uh, publishing company or page of an article you know what thumbnail you want to, it's the same thing as a youtube video right you have to pick a thumbnail that's going to grab the reader's attention the watcher's attention you have to pick a headline that's going to grab the reader's attention that's like, why i know people don't read anymore which is why twitter had to add an entire column under articles that said did you read the article did you read the article I'm make sure that you that. read all the facts glad they did that they did that during the trump era which is the smartest thing they could have ever done and i'm glad that elon has kept it which also apparently elon musk has banned kanye from twitter again which is interesting because he posted the swastika why would you which is interesting and that's another thing too like i was gonna say jesse reyes because i just read her name but kanye west posted a new design logo which we all assumed to be the way he worded it was the logo of his um, run for president. I look skinny as fuck in this camera right now. I, I, I look mad skinny. But Kanye posted this logo that was going to be for his next presidency run. And it was literally the Star of David. But in the middle of the Star of David was a swastika. And I guess that's what's got him banned. But just fucking no. It's, it's crazy. All this shit is crazy. We're in a very strange era of pop culture. 
Yes, we are getting a new SZA album in about two hours. Yeah, bro, yeah. Like, yes. And I'm so glad we're recording five. this because it's it's keeping me distracted from the fact that we're getting new SZA music. We're getting 22, a 22, 23 track album, and I think three of them we've already heard. So that's about 20 new songs. But it's just like, there's no but. It's the fact that this album is being very, it's it's um being promoted very, very... Every time I refresh my feed, it's on my feed. SZA, 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 SZA. It's everywhere. SZA. It's at the point where I'm getting lesbian porn on my feed. Talking about some SZA, 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 new SZA. Girl, that was whack. That that joke did not land. <laughs> cut it. Cut no, it. you're still Please cut it. Please cut it. No. But no, for real. Like, I see her on my TikTok. I see her on my Twitter. I see her on my Instagram. Everywhere. Everywhere. And and good for like, her. I good hope this album her. is good. Like, this I'm so excited, but I'm so scared too because I haven't really been liking the songs that have been going viral on TikTok. Like I liked um I liked Blind. Blind is like I really like that. And if the album is more like Blind and you know like something like that, I'll like it. But I don't. I did not enjoy Shirt. I didn't even enjoy Good Days. If the, if the album is anything like Good Days, I'm not gonna like it. Like I loved Old Sis in the sense of Control, but at the end of the day, like. Old scissor is not gonna be old scissor because this is new scissor. Like, you wouldn't want her to be old scissor, right? So, like, I'm kind of like excited, but like kind of scared. And even she said that, and I'm probably gonna like repeat this when Vinny comes back because this is a topic I, well, no, I don't really want to talk about. She even said that she was supposed to have more features on the album, but um, people weren't turning in their their stuff early enough and she she made it into this whole thing about well not making it into this whole thing maybe this is how it was perceived to her but she was like you know you really do know when people are there for you and people were not for there for you and i don't really know the intricacies of what the deadline was if these people had like four weeks to turn it in because that's really flaw or if they had like one week to turn it in like you know i don't know what it is but at the end of the day like i really feel for her with that and i really hope that this album is um good in a sense i i do think i hope it charts good too i hope it charts good i really don't know how scissor really charts anymore i feel like i've only seen her chart um with features but i did see her chart with hit different hit different did chart i think it did chart on the billboard hot 100 i think like it was pretty high from what i remember um but other than that like I don't does SZA usually chart? Um by actually, herself. This is what is fantastic about the new album release and why I'm so excited about it because mm-hmm. Control was a slow burner. Right. That's what I was just best saying. Way I wasn't possible. saying that though. I was saying like it's I've never seen for, her chart. I don't want so anyone really to think I was ignoring her. I don't want anyone to think I was ignoring Acacia. I went to go potty. Yeah, he but, did. But so if I repeat anything she says, I'm sorry. But it's actually why I'm very excited for this album. Well, not why I'm very excited. I'm excited because this is an album. Control has been, even today, there are songs that I will always, I think, until I die, resonate with on Control. Mm -hmm. That is an album. And honestly, I've seen people say it a lot, that that is an album that Black girls, girls specifically, I mean, women included, but Black girls specifically, exactly, have been able to relate to throughout time. And I've witnessed it from when it came out. In what was it, 2016 or t- what was it? Was it 2016? It's been five years. Yeah, it's 2016. Yeah. And it's crazy. I was 15 I at the time. 
15 at the time. And I remember growing up and throughout the years, even um, my my good friend, Kaeja, who I recently reconnected with, um, back then when we were in high school, we would bump that shit. We would sit at the lunch tables, connect our headphones, and we would bump that shit together. And like seeing how it resonated with her and all of the other black women that have talked about this album i mean whether it's in person or online it's nuts like it's really crazy to see this is why representation is so fucking important this is exactly why she could be she could be lying all she want but she was spitting fucking truth on that album that's one thing about sizza she she does not lie in her music she doesn't she she puts her whole entire fucking pussy into that music like but like i i want to see so when when Troy was released tiktok was not a thing tiktok is a thing now so i want to see which songs tiktok and that's interesting you say that because right now before it was shirt now it's blind i love blind mm-hmm. so i was literally telling them like if this album is anything like blind and good days i'm gonna i'm gonna be so sick well i'm getting chills because now i'm getting excited this is the first like album in five fucking years but if it has Holy stuff shit. like hit different like you know but no, i did, did like you blind hear... shirt i mean sorry i didn't like shirt I'm glad that Hit Different isn't on the album, but listen to this. Last week, it came on on my shuffle when I was in the car driving. Mm-hmm. Why I was bumping, like, that that was a sleep. That's another sleeper. It was a good that, it's a great promo. It was, it was a sleeper hit because it did chart Billboard. It did chart. Yeah. Oh, to answer your question real quick, um, SZA actually broke the record, I think. She broke Summer Walker's record for, like, um, longest number one R&B or, or something with the chart or how fast it charted. Why is when, Good Days on this album, Skin? Hold on. And not with different. with okay, I sorry. Hate You, I Hate You broke records. Um, Good Days was, it wasn't as much of a sleeper as Control because by the time that Good Days released, it already had mad notoriety and a big reputation and a good fan base. So Good Days really, to me, Good Days is the launch of Kiss Me More. Or good, I think it was Good Days, then Kiss Me More got released. So Good Days is which by the way was listening to that the other day that is a fucking hit that is a fucking hit that is a timeless fucking hit gracias doja but either way i hate you broke records it charted for um on the apple and uh, r&b itunes charts or whatever it how does i hate you go i forgot I th- that song i think it got top 10 on billboard charts no how does it go uh if you wonder if i hate oh, you yeah, yeah, that- i do yeah um, so that broke records, I'm pretty sure, for the yeah, R&B that was chart, TikTok's so. doing. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. It's very interesting to see. And we even saw with Nikki how Super Freaky Girl, it was an organic hit on itself. There's no payola on that song. None at okay. all. Sorry, anti-hero. But you saw how um, TikTok picked it up. But TikTok picking it up, it didn't make the song. It only helped the song. But you've seen, like, Gail. Let's talk about Gail for a second. She said, um, who the fuck is Gail? A B C D E F. That's I'm thinking good. about the Little Mix song A B C D E F U. But the Gale song, the um, fuck your mom, fuck your dog, fuck your sister, oh, like. And you, and you dunk, and you broke. But that song only got famous because of TikTok, right? And now That's she's a Grammy. Song grammy nominated artist and she's touring with taylor swift yet nobody knows any of her songs except for fu abcdefu that's really sad too they did that same thing to steve lacy but steve lacy is different because he's actually good but like but steve lacy's been in the industry for years upon years upon years since since 
2014, if not before, I've been bumping Steve Lacey. So Steve Lacey has songs to perform and he has a fan base that now he's able to reach because he has the money and the label behind it, even though he has a TikTok hit, right? But we have these ah, these artists. I forget what my original point was before I brought up Gail. TikTok? Actually. Oh, for how TikTok's going to help. So yeah, it's interesting because Good Days, I Hate You, Shirt, Shirt, especially. I remember 2019... No, 2020, I remember when I was living in Monroe, I was learning that dance to shirt. Blessed stain on my shirt, new on my oh, nerves. Oh, yeah, that's God, how I get songs. I yes. just think stuff that's overplayed on TikTok, and because she waited so long, it's just like, mm-hmm. and I wish Hit Different was out the album instead of Good Days, but maybe it's because Good Days was commercially better. But it's interesting, not only commercially better, but Good Days, in my opinion, is just a fantastic song. I hear that song and I get transported to the world that she built within that song. I don't know how you to explain it. You kind of made me not like Good Days because you played it so much and you didn't even give me a chance to listen to I'm it. I'm sorry. No, but so. I was really bumping that shit. I was, baby, when I tell you SZA was eating, like, mama was having filet mignon while, I, while Good Days came out. You know she was having like, shrimp and then lying, saying she was having steak. Okay, and you know she got the best of the best because I was streaming the fuck out that song. But it is going to be interesting to see how TikTok plays in SZA's success for this album. I think even without TikTok, SZA would be... Well, let me not say that. Because TikTok is a half half of the portion why SZA is as globally successful as she is, in my right. opinion. Um, uh. But it's going to be interesting to see how, how it plays out. And I think she's going to do great and... You know, SZA always talks about every time she releases a song, she's like, this is the last song. This is the last album I'm going to put out. Like, I'm done. I'm done. She even said it with this yesterday. She said, I'm done after this. Like, I'm retiring. And okay. it's literally just the anxious being inside of her. But I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. She released, have you seen, a few days ago, she put out a little snippet. It was like a, a YouTube teaser she posted on Twitter. And it was an acoustic song that she was yeah. singing. So I didn't like that the first two times I heard it. I went back to it the next day. And I didn't really mind it as much. But it made me excited for how this album is going to sound because that is so different than anything says has ever put out she's put out acoustic and she's put out low tempo and she's put out you know this that and the third but that is a straight like i could hear ava levine on that guitar beat like it was just a very raw guitar that she was singing over so it's going to be interesting to see her in a very more vulnerable more vulnerable light because you know like, I'm, SZA, I'm scared right uh-huh. I am so like I'm getting antsy because control, control it's really was highly these, anticipated. I can't hold it. And it's it it's the same feeling I got from control that I got from blonde. I've been a fan of SZA for years before control dropped, and same thing with Frank. Years before blonde dropped, I was always been a fan, and they dropped. I'm pretty sure the same year, along with you know Lemonade and Anti and all those other iconic albums, but. I, it's I don't know. It's so interesting to hear how SZA's EPs and and music was before Control to the jump to Control and hearing the jump from Channel Orange to Blonde. Like mm-hmm. these artists, Frank and SZA specifically, and there's so many other of them that are so nervous to put out their new music because they're so because they hit the bar so high the first time and they know they did and they know they did and they felt the reception and they're scared they're not going to live up to that. But Good That's Days proceeds. Good Days. Ivy, Chanel, they all proceed. Like, they exceed the expectations that the artists had for themselves because... You think Good Day succeeded Control? I think that Good Day succeeded Control. I think that it added to the legacy of SZA. I don't think as a whole Good Days exceeded 
control i do think that good days is on a different level than control though and i think that i'll be able to answer that question better when this album comes out in an hour and a half um because um, good days half. is good days is only part of the story uh, it's about it's it's 10 14 it's about to be basically 10 30 so an you hour and a half about no time that's 11 <laughs> time ain't real anyway girl but either way i'm very excited i'm excited for SZA because i know how anxious she she's been and i know she's been in this fight where her label and fucking tde sucks and punch sucks actually let's talk about it real quick. why is it go independent thank you thank you and who's a prime example of that um cupcake cupcake herself has always been independent this year i think she had um she had over 100 million streams on her songs on spotify alone mm-hmm. as an independent rapper an independent rapper who is also a sexual ambitious woman sexually ambitious woman over 100 million streams that is nuts that is absolutely nuts who else is doing it like that i think there's very 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 few independent artists who are making moves the way that i mean at first cupcake is and now chance isn't chance is signed now yeah i think but so bad (laughs) i swear there was someone else who was independent there's a lot of people who are independent i think brent fiaz is independent I think that would Tinashe be nice. Is independent. Tanache, there we go. Tanache is independent, and yeah, there was someone. Fuck, oh. there was literally someone else who I was reading about yesterday. They were talking Bray, about how they're Bray independent. Runway independent? No, I don't think so. Oh, there's a lot of artists. Uh, which, by the way, she released a new song, and I haven't listened to it. But everyone's saying that it is quality. I believe it. That's why Dochi steals over her so much. We're gonna have to stream after this. Don't come for Dochi. You know what? I will say though, Dochi did. There is. I, don't, I haven't listened to any Dochi interviews or read anything about there is no denying that Dochi took inspiration from Brie Runway oh. people can argue that she took inspiration from Millie, Missy Elliott but who did Brie Runway take inspiration from Missy Elliott and then created her own image off of it which then got bit off of by whatever I think that beyond that though beyond that one music video one or two music videos I think that Dochi um has created her own sound and i'm very excited for doji what are you showing me is that chris sean why did they post this skin no you know what let's talk about it they're so mean to chris sean i can't really exactly see what you're showing me because it keeps all i'm seeing is the cutouts of the people <laughs> oh is that a before and after yeah hold on, i'm gonna send it to you they're talking about girl so another thing skinnies that this is about to be like a three hour long episode i'm just fucking talking at this, this point this is our last concept i swear this is our last concept because i actually did want to talk about Krishan in yeah you did like blue face and just Krishan because like well real quick to preface to preface what um the skin's about to talk about because i do want to hear you talk about this because i know you have a lot of thoughts on it but to preface this me and acacia recently in the last few months got into zeus network not just a program we got into the entirety of zeus network we got into the entirety of everything they were producing so we watched baddies west no baddies south baddies atlanta mm-hmm. baddies east we watched bobby i love you per we watched Shorty. bad boys la um we've been up and down. down the zeus network and we have been wanting to make an episode specifically on the zeus network for a minute but um like i said scheduling conflicts so we're here now and i really do want to hear you talk about it because i personally got introduced to Krishan rock personally from the zeus network from, from her zeus. being on bad girls because i knew about Krishan being you know blue girlfriend i heard her being a little crazy 
Um, but I didn't really hear about her until yeah. Baddies West premiered. So. Right, like I didn't really understand. I, I still don't really understand her, but I didn't really like acknowledge what she does. Because she's not a bad girl. That's why it was confusing. She was not an original bad girl where yeah. baddies this and baddies that is all about original bad girls. So it was right. interesting as well. And that's to what see we didn't really know. That. Like we we start we watched baddies like I'm gonna get off on a tangent real quick, but we watched baddies like yeah, baby. on season two. We started season two instead of starting season one. Right. So me and Vinny didn't know that Baddies was originally supposed to be the original cast of the Bad Girls Club who like were like trying to get they they lick back or they reboot. We didn't know that until we went back to season one. Right, trying to fix so like, their brand. Right, so like he's saying, like, Krishan wasn't no bad girl. She really wasn't. Like, I feel like even though Krishan be getting me tight, and I'm, I will go into it, even though she do be getting me tight, she clearly was the odd one out on baddies in the sense of she wasn't trying, she wasn't on no bully vibe. She wasn't on none of that. She wasn't really, like, she was tweaking out. She was and bugging what? out. Real quick, I want to cut you off just because what pisses me off, yeah. and it's like this with every single reality television you show you've ever watched, where there's contest, quote unquote contestants, right. there is always going to be the odd one or two out, and there's always going to be that one person who was picked specifically to be the butt of the jokes. And in my opinion, Krishan was the butt of the joke that season, and she was picked only to be the butt of the joke because everyone knows how quote unquote but was the butt she of the is. joke a joke or was it actual fact? And that's what I'm going to get into. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, girl. Talk about because... it, because I, I might have an opinion. Let me see. Right. Because, so basically, if you didn't watch Baddies, um, Persuasion is another girl on Baddies season two. And Persuasion had said when Krishan got into the house, like, it was very dirty. Like, Krishan is just very dirty. So this was, like, the first episode. And, you know, as a viewer, you're watching the first episode, and you automatically think it's just the first day. This could not really be the case in terms of, like, production. Maybe, like, Krishan was actually staying there for, like, five to six hours eight to hours or like maybe the whole day like maybe this is the next day so like they just flew in ta -da 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 -da, whatever right so whatever the case was as a viewer it showed to us as oh like persuasion is bullying krishan like krishan is not dirty like this is the first day how could krishan be dirty if this is the first day right so as a viewer i'm watching this i'm like okay like they're actually you know kind of tweaking out on krishan um then you know the show ends and you're hearing all of this stuff from Blueface mother you're seeing how she treats kai the streamer's house you're seeing how she just acts on her live eating pizza with her bare hands like a freaking cake. we're not even gonna get into the homemade mac and cheese that was made with her no, fucking let's hand. get into the mac and cheese pork Don't get to the, just, just, just nasty. Like, now you see all of that and you're like okay was persuasion just being honest was she actually just being honest and it made people think that she was bullying Krishan or what was there something else to it? And Here's it's just the thing, like but... Yeah, go go ahead, skin. My thing with that is is like I said, when someone's brought on as the butt of the jokes, when someone's right. brought on as a weak contestant, it is very obvious from the first episode. And the thing that was interesting about Krishan's case is that Krishan already had a social platform be be before Baddies because she was Blueface's girlfriend. Not only because she was Blueface's girlfriend, she was on American Ninja Warrior or some shit like that. She um, used to do this, used to do that. She used to be an athlete. But um, it's one thing to... It, it's almost like these girls knew her before so they were able to say what they want almost like talking about a celebrity because like when persuasion said or right. whoever said that about her being dirty yeah she also did say i after, yeah, after oh man. she said i rode your man's face yeah and this like, is after she got called out for talking shit she said i rode your man but this is one it's like 
it just feels like Krishan was brought on to be bullied because instead of instead of so or because she's Krishan, because Krishan is easy to bully because she acts out of fucking pocket. What sets Krishan apart from people who have been bullied and victims of bullying is Krishan will always put her fists up. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck. And we've seen that happen so many times. She don't give a fuck. What pisses me off is that persuasion couldn't have like nobody said it to her in a way like nobody brought it up to her it was oh my god i just seen her put her shoes on the bed let me run out the room and go tell the other girls or oh she said this let me get in my confessional talk about is she touched is she special da, 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 da. even natalie even but that's what I'm like i think it's production's fault that's what i'm saying i think it's production's like who fault ran produ- who's running production exactly like i just said like we don't know if the girls literally like let's say that shot was filmed on friday so that was actually the girl's actual first day filming maybe but let's say they flew into the place around thursday or wednesday and they were living with each other for maybe at least 48 to 24 hours 24 to 48 hours so they already had an idea of each other right you know they're not really flying from all the way from where the fuck they coming from they filming that first day you know that's not like they will settle in yeah you don't know what flight they catching you like you know like i feel like production kind of played into it because if those claims were like first day claims, they would not be true. We would not be hearing any of these. We would not be seeing her actually be dirty, stain people's carpet, punch holes in people's walls, spit in people's mouths, uh, spaghetti. Like we would not see would... dirty panties on the kitchen island. We would not be talking about none of that uh, if, uh, if, uh, if what persuasion was saying was a. Was oh, a I'm just trying to bully you. Like I'm just trying to. But you know what at the end of the day it really is production and editors it has for to being be messy. production because something's not clicking something's not yeah clicking. it's all it's all reality and reality reality is never reality and i see this even with fucking this i'm, I'm watching dragula right now which is like the horror version of rupaul's drag race is the best way to put it and even seeing how the editors will um edit things around. along for them yeah no you're eating but it's very interesting to see how especially now today reality tv will never be the same as it was before let's say 2012 it will never be the same like we will never be able to handle an outrage and outburst a fight we'll never be able to do it because everything is so in the moment that when things are filmed we're talking about reality television that is getting filmed in a month so that it can get out it, we're talking about reality television that is being aired as it's being filmed so we can get this social media react it's we're in such an odd state of entertainment and media now and like i feel as easy as all these people have it i feel for the ridicule that they get no matter who they are i mean unless you're like kanye west or anybody as hateful as him but you know yeah, what i'm saying no. like everybody and we've seen it with big brother or love island i think i don't watch either of those shows but i know that there was a black contestant that was recently on one of those seasons and everyone was rooting for her because of the racism that is still in the in the house of these reality television shows. Let's talk about how Big Brother has been on for how many seasons, and there's still so much racism that is running rampant in that house, and so much homophobia. Like, it's nuts to me. It's nuts, and I'm sure that Big I just Brother wanna... was actually kind of wicked, to be honest. <laughs> it still is. Remember when Trisha Paytas went on Celebrity Big Brother and was like, once t- she got out, she was tweeting. She was like, "I'm fucking free. I'm finally fucking free." Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah I forgot. She, I forgot. Um, I watched the whole video about it, but then I forgot. So basically, she went into Celebrity Big Brother, and everyone was being fucking nasty to her. Everyone was being rude because, 
you know, let's really talk about Trisha Paytas real quick because that is a woman who she's very problematic and she's very controversial. She's said and done some very fucking weird and controversial things. Mm -hmm. But this is also a woman who has been on YouTube since the beginning of YouTube. The only reason she's on YouTube is because back in MySpace days, this is like this for I think like Jeffree Star and a lot of other early YouTubers. When MySpace was big, if you wanted to upload a video on MySpace, you had to upload it through Photobucket or YouTube. Um, you had to That's upload so it to a weird. third party to send the link to appear in your mind. It was, oh, it was crazy. But YouTube was, when Trisha Paytas posted her first video on MySpace, YouTube just appeared as, you know, that. So she started posting and she, Blonde Sundol for MJ blew the fuck up. She's been ridiculed on the internet since MySpace times. That's 2007, girl. Like, it's crazy. I forgot why the fuck I just started talking about Trisha Paytas. I had a good point. Um, because we were talking about how she was on Celebrity Big Brother and she was bullied, but like I didn't know why she was bullied. Oh yeah, I, I don't really know where I was going with that, but it's yeah, interesting that she was. Um, and I will, I will defend Trisha Paytas. I will defend her when it's when it's reasonable, and when it's plausible. I will still also admit when she's done wrong and still not defend the weird, un unmoral things that she's done, immoral things she's done. Come on, Malibu but Barbie. In certain things, I will defend her because, like, she's really been through the fucking ringer. So on Celebrity Big Brother, seeing her come out and tweet all that shit and really go, you've never, nobody has ever seen a celebrity do that with a reality television show. Anybody with a reality television show, they've never seen them come out and just immediately trash talk and just air everything out. Like, it was so interesting to see. And the way she was treated just for being a, a plus-size woman, especially one who's always been so openly confident about her sexuality and always been in the public light between MySpace and YouTube and been open to ridicule because she's just that girl, I guess. But it was very interesting to see. And she even yeah, talked about all of the hatred that was going on in Big Brother. So reality television is just shit it is i don't even and, and even with like real housewives like it's even going down i mean we're going on many tangents right now as you can tell we're talking without no script but girl we're just chat this is literally just a facetime call yeah we are us. just chatting <laughs> to be honest and like if we honestly don't cut this we're just going to continue chatting but like even with real housewives like real housewives of patrona has been so wild like people have been hitting people like so wild girl and they even there's some stuff going on with it too so but it's always been one real housewife specifically is almost like one of the like precedents for reality television in a way because they open a new door for reality television it is such an interesting concept to me real housewives because like even when you don't think about the show anyone who's ever as someone who spent like a few years growing up in a very rich suburban community mm -hmm. outside of my home you see how these housewives actually act like this is not no fake shit like housewives literally will want will redo the entirety of their living room floor just to one up the next you know oh, what i'm saying they have like nothing better to do it's interesting it's in that easy. aspect and i love but one thing about real housewives that i love is that there's a discourse online but it's never like you don't see fucking nene leaks in on twitter mouthing off you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's almost like Nene? they keep yeah, but well, she was on Real Housewives, right? I'm bugging. Yeah, but you said Nene. Sorry, like, sorry. I, ne I never really heard just anyone say her name. Nene Leaks. Yeah, but you never see her mouthing off on Twitter. You never see any of these other Potomac or Atlanta girls mouthing off on Twitter. And if you do, it doesn't really make headlines, which is fine. But you watch Drag Race competitions, which are competition shows, or you watch Big Brother, you watch Jersey, you watch all of these other things, and these people are live tweeting, or they're tweeting and they're, they're spilling tea. Like I see with Dragula currently. The episodes are airing one by one. They've been done. They've wrapped up production months ago, but all these girls are spilling new tea. And yeah, 
then, having new fights then, online because social media is a thing. And then by the time the reunion come, all the tea is aired. We saw that with Bobby. Yes, and baddies. You're so right. You know what? You're so right because this wasn't even going on. Dur- and I grew up watching reality TV. Like I can like yeah. confidently say you know say, it better than I do. Yeah, I know it like my the back of my hand because my that's all my mom would watch. Like right. I grew up watching all of Real Housewives of New Jersey, so I know exactly what um I forgot her name Bethany went through with 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 her husband going to jail. I know exactly that. I know exactly everything from the start of like. I forgot which Housewives Nini's on. Um, I don't know. I know every single single real Housewives basically below deck, but it's Iranian. I know Bravo like the back of my hand, right? Right. Never in the reunions was the were the reunions so hard to get through because people were bringing up new drama. Like this is something that is actually like fairly recent. And not to say that Bravo wasn't doing none of this. I'm just saying Bravo recently like bravo today if bravo were to have a reunion today people would be bringing up stuff that would happen on twitter because Vinny has a good point or like even zeus like zeus does it so many times that you cannot even get through the reunion because of it like it's so like in your face like raw like we're gonna talk about it because you were doing all this let's talk about how interesting this is though um i don't know which celebrity it was i was watching a video a few days ago a few years ago i want to say like anywhere between 2014 and 2016 a celebrity wore a carpet or a dress or a reporter wore a dress on the red carpet for some award show that was it was full of uh, led screens so it was broadcasting across her dress like all like you know incoming tweets about the event or about certain celebrities and that was about as um like personal as celebrity and consumers got at that point it felt like like now during the vmas and the pcas and the this a's and the that a's like it's live tweeting live tweeting live tweeting they can put the live tweets up on the screen like Mm -hmm. it is just so nuts to me that the 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 power of social media and i'm gonna think not think but i'm gonna commend tiktok for this because without tiktok honestly twitter and and you know twitter specifically has always been big and the voices have always been heard but with the addition of tiktok it's like this is why Zlib got shut down. Remember Zlib? This is why they got shut down because one TikTok got 900k likes, and now two people are in jail for for providing. See, this is why I millions can't stand of people TikTok. free textbooks. Just shut up! Just shut up! Just shut up! Sometimes because Zlib was such a good website, TikTok, and it's oh. just so sad that America wants to take away things from 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 scholars who just want to learn and ain't got no funds. But you know what's crazy about that is that I'm pretty sure the two dudes who were running Zlib were Russian. So once it got really big in America, because America is America. And and there's so um, many quote-unquote influencer popular people here shit got spread and because tiktok is such a global app once one thing goes viral you're not it has 900k likes 100k of those could be in america alone you know what i'm saying like so uh, uh, it's just crazy tiktok's impact is as as good as it is negative and we see it every day bring back zlib like for real like, bring back like zlib that. bring back bring back not having to give a fuck about social media like when MySpace was a thing, when Facebook, when we used to be on Facebook in the early days, like it was cool being a part of like a quote unquote community and being, you know, interacting with people online as dangerous as it was, it was cool. And you were able to find community, but now you can't find, even stay on Twitter used to be so fun. And now this shit is just boring and disgusting. So, oh, like I have, I know Stan Twitter is just like literally just like 
the worst thing and wasn't elon talking about he's going to get rid of stan accounts like nah, how the fuck are you going to do that first of all elon i don't give a fuck what elon wants to do because first of all you need to get rid of all the nazis and all the fucking people who are fucking nasty and hatred and homophobic and racist you he's get rid of the nazis if you want to get rid of stan twitter get rid of your fucking self first because you're not getting rid of the nazis you're getting rid of kanye west and that brings it back to my point where is if kanye was a white man he would never got banned because look at all these people that are fucking spewing nazi hate and racist hate and anti hate on twitter Twitter needs to have the perfect amount of right and left wing TikTok need Twitter needs proper fucking moderation. But you know what's sad, actually, and we like we could go on these tangents. You know what's sad is that majority of internet moderators, especially for sites like Twitter and Tumblr, before Tumblr got you know more safe, kill themselves. There is a good percentage of moderators who literally commit suicide because the things they see and the things they have to ban is fucking atrocious. All of the things that we're not seeing, or even a glimpse, say there is one there's there's one racist outburst that gets along the timeline or there's one beheading video that gets along the timeline or there's one sexual assault video that gets along the timeline that's just one of thousands if not millions that get posted online that these moderators are sitting in their bedrooms their offices and going through and it's not just for twitter it's for every single website on the like it's nuts how crazy the internet is girl and especially nowadays to bring it back like the amount of consistent those nails are really cute they look like snow they remind me of winter oh thanks skin um the amount of what's the word like widespread coverage that is able i don't know like just just back to what we were saying about reality tv it just it makes sense in a lot of things that because of social media everything is real time real time real time there is no there's no excuse for fakeness anymore it feels like which is a good and a bad thing but that's my no i don't know what the fuck i just said but i said it and i meant it per well that's all i gotta say skinnies yeah thanks for sitting with us and i know a lot of like people who watch this that we fuck with i know y'all give us feedback but for real like this is a more laid-back episode i don't i don't get told anything i just work here. okay well i guess yeah she she just works here so if y'all want to give me feedback too don't forget to follow our (laughs) socials at let's talk skinny on instagram and at we talk skinny on twitter and if you can't find let's talk skinny on instagram maybe it's we talk skinny on instagram i don't know it's one of them but yeah on spotify and apple music soundcloud anywhere where you can find podcasts platform now let's talk skinny we're on every podcast like Vinny said let's talk skinny with acacia and And Vinny. Vinny. so yeah thank you guys for joining us and let us know for real though like if i mean we're gonna do it regardless i'm sure because to bring it back full circle 2023 is year of the skinny and it's year of getting on your shit and it's year of prospering and it's year of manifestation and it's year of being skinny talking skinny acting Mm -hmm. skinny is spirit what is it mind body and soul period so it's not about the body skinny is about the mind the skinny body. has a li- this is another thing right we've talked about the skinny has nothing to do with weight right our version of skinny has nothing to do with weight it is right. literally mind body and soul skinny is a way of identifying skinny and is just and a mindset right. right it's a conceptual tool at this point <laughs> But either way, it's you're if the skinny. You no, but yeah, and... it is you're the skinny. Like maybe y'all y'all see skinnies in the Central Park area vlogging. Do what we gotta do. Go. I'm sorry, but and... when Let's Talk Skinny has a billboard in Times Square at the end of next year, I don't want to hear anybody say shit. Don't say nothing. Let's Talk Skinny will be that podcast. We will. And you know what? I love it. And you know what? I feel like we're gonna keep doing like these. I I really fuck with the, excuse me, the laid back, more 
like kind of just talking. I like the background. Yeah, this will be our. Oh fuck! I forgot we were on video. I've been looking a mess this whole goddamn thing. No, you're sick. Well, so bye funny. skinnies. <laughs> but bye skinnies. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back. Like I said, you're the fucking skinny. You cannot yeah. get rid of us. You cannot get rid of us. Yay! But good night, y'all. Bye skins. Mm-hmm.